Welcome to the Reading Teachers Playbook, a podcast for upper elementary reading teachers. I'm your host, Eva Mireles, and here we will talk about all things reading instruction, time management, and mindset. Being an upper elementary reading teacher comes with a unique set of challenges. You are tasked with helping students understand text on a deep level, preparing them for their state assessment, and remediating non-readers, all while trying not to turn students off of reading altogether. You need a playbook of ideas that helps you meet the needs of all your readers and gives you tips that you can use today. I am here to be your teaching bestie, encouraging you to step out of your comfort zone and hold you accountable for the things you said you wanted to try. Together, we can cut through the noise of all things reading instruction and help you figure out what your students need most right now. Welcome to this episode of the Reading Teachers Playbook and to the first episode of season five. At the end of season four, I did what I usually do when I am looking for ideas about what to talk about here, and that's ask you. So I took to social media and my email list and asked teachers what were the most pressing things on your mind going into the second semester of this year. That means that this season of episodes are brought to you by you and your input. This season, we will talk about how to support higher readers, the what, why and how of teaching main idea and details, using one text for multiple purposes, integrating writing in all content areas, bridging the gap between instruction and independence, building comprehension skills that students can apply on their own, how and when to integrate literacy with your social studies and or science content, prioritizing resources that you will use to support your students, solving that too many or too little resources problem, and so much more. This season, I am on a mission to talk about what matters most to you and get you the answers you are looking for. I want to make sure that you continue to leave each episode with tangible action steps. I'm not interested in only being your cheerleader. I want to be your coach, knowing that I've helped you grow your capacity and increase student growth. This first episode of the season is about how to support our higher readers. In this episode, I will lay the foundation for what needs to be in place before we reach for the extras that we think of when we think of supporting high readers. Let's get into the episode. I want to tell you a tale of two readers. There once were two readers that lived in the same family and went to the same school. One reader's struggles were evident for the world to see and they got the help that they needed. He met with the teacher frequently and found out by the end of fourth grade that he was dyslexic. Another reader always read on or above level. She never got pulled back to read with the teacher after the reading baseline was given because all of her teachers thought she was fine. Year after year, she struggled. Year after year, everyone thought she was fine because the test showed that she was reading on grade level or above grade level. She didn't find out that she was dyslexic until she was in high school. This episode is about the high readers, the ones that everyone assumes are fine and believe that they could practically teach themselves. So what does supporting high readers look like? We are so worried about meeting the needs of our lower readers that we often negate the needs of our on-level and above-level readers. With the focus on learning loss and the very real reality that our striving readers are only getting further behind, it seems like we have time for little else. Yet, can I also say that this is not a new problem? 
As a whole, educators, especially elementary educators, have long known that it feels nearly impossible to address the needs of every reader in our classrooms. We know that if we can consistently meet with our striving readers, we're feeling pretty good. With all the other demands in our literacy block, meeting with our higher readers feels like a pipe dream. We may even convince ourselves of the following. They are reading on level and they must be fine. They don't really need me. They will continue to grow on their own. They don't need me as much as my striving readers do. As long as they're making progress, they're okay. I don't have time to challenge them. They need to be given more work. They need to be given different work. These are not good enough excuses to ignore the needs of our on-level and above-level readers. These students need us too. They deserve our watchful eye and our protective concern over their reading progress as much as our striving readers do. We will talk about why they need you and how you can help them. I will also talk about the elephant in the room and its name is tier one instruction. Let's recap. We talked about the what of supporting our on or above level readers. What supports look, looks like for these students is what support looks like for any student in our classroom. It means showing an interest. It means remembering that they deserve our watchful eye and protective concern about their reading progress as much as our striving readers do. Now let's talk about why they need our support. Hint, it starts with not making assumptions about their abilities or needs. So why do high readers need our support? Well, one reason they need you is that you don't have to be a striving reader to have a reading disability. It's true, on-level and above-level readers can still have dyslexia. They can still struggle with things like decoding, fluency, and comprehension. The only difference is that they may be good at working around these struggles. I started to say that they might be good at hiding these deficits, but if we're not meeting with them, are they really having to work hard to hide them? Another reason that they need you is that they deserve to make a year's worth of progress just like your striving readers do. Even if they come, up, come into your class reading a grade level above, they deserve to be taught and challenged to grow in their reading. They also need to be challenged to go beyond basic comprehension if that's what is needed. Also, I'm going to say something blasphemous here, and it's that we need to stop assuming that our higher readers automatically, automatically have the basics covered. The truth is that sometimes they don't. They deserve the benefit of us carefully looking over their assessments and making instructional decisions based on the data not based on our assumptions of their abilities. This is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcasts. Now let's get back to the episode. Don't assume that just because they can read at or above grade level that they can think that way too. They need to be taught how to think about text at, on a deeper level. They need to be challenged to think about text on a deeper level, and they need to be held accountable for thinking about text on a deeper level. I'm also going to go out on a limb and remind us that students that read on or above grade level are still kids. What do I mean by that, you may ask? I mean that just like any other kid, your on or above level readers will rise to the level of your expectations. 
Therefore, if we are not expecting much from them or holding them accountable for what we say we expect from them, then they won't do it. This goes for maintaining their basic comprehension skills, actually reading during reading time, etc. If they think we're not looking or don't care, then they won't, then they won't either. We need to stop assuming that all of our on or above level readers love school, love to learn, and should be left to their own devices. They're kids too. Let's recap. We talked about the why of supporting our high readers. We support our high readers because we don't make assumptions about their abilities, but instead take the time we need to assess and track their reading progress so that we can make informed instructional decisions. Now let's talk about how we can do that. So how do I support my high readers reading growth? I'm glad you asked. Let's start with an airplane view of each step. So first, we wanna make sure that we meet with those students. Second, we wanna make sure that they have the basics down. Third, we wanna hold them accountable. And fourth, we want to teach them. So let's start with the first strategy, make time. Extra time will not come raining down from above. You have to make time. There are several ways to do this. You have to, you can do this by conferring with your high readers after meeting with your striving readers, committing to conferring with three to four or um, on or above level readers each day in order to check in on their progress. Make a schedule that has you touch base with your higher students at least once a week. I know, I know, once a week doesn't seem like enough, but it's better than zero. Alternatively, you could create strategy groups made up of both your striving and above level readers. This will allow you to meet the needs of all your readers and provide you with more touch points with all of them. The second strategy for supporting high readers is to start with the basics. When you meet with your high readers, start with the basics. Assess if they can monitor their comprehension by telling you who and what they read about. I know, I know, you wanted to start book clubs and experiment with literature circles. But let me tell you a secret. If these students can't monitor their comprehension, then they won't be able to remember what they read, let alone talk to other students about what they read. If this seems like too simple a starting point, Remember that around here, we don't make assumptions about what or what our on or above level students can do. So let's look at strategy number three, hold them accountable. If students can monitor their comprehension, well, then they are ready to move on to my next step in supporting our on or above level students, and that's holding them accountable. Sometimes we get so excited that our higher students can do the bare minimum that we forget to hold them accountable to their potential. I am all for providing scaffolds for students, but sometimes we need to hold students to the high standards that we say we have. Doing this does not have to create more work for you. This can be as simple as expecting these students to apply the mini lesson you taught to a book that they are currently reading. For example, let's say that you just taught a mini lesson about text structure and author's purpose. You scaffolded the lesson and took students through the mini lesson framework, i.e. the I do, we do, you do model. You even provided students with a sentence stem that included the academic language that you expect students to use when responding and writing orally. Then you did a quick check and made sure that you had a handle on which students correctly applied the lesson and who could use more practice. 
The students who correctly applied the skill in the mini lesson are now ready to apply the skill to their own book. You could ask students to read for a period of time, then use their reader's notebooks to help them determine the text structure and author's purpose using the stem you provided them during the mini lesson. They could complete this activity on a sticky note or in their reader's notebook. This is a form of differentiation because they self-selected the text and they have to apply what you taught, <clears throat> what you taught independent of you, which requires deeper thinking on their part. Sometimes we fall into the trap of thinking our on and above level readers are bored and need more work when what they really need is to go deeper into the skills we've already taught them. They need to dive into actually applying what has been taught over and over again to demonstrate mastery. If you read the standards when it comes to reading, the element that is supposed to get more complex is the text, not necessarily the standard. Another look at the standards would also reveal that at each grade level, students are, level, are held to a deeper level of accountability. We need to make sure our on and above level students can meet this challenge before we reach for the cute stations that create more work for us, the teacher, and honestly don't get the students full effort. So let's look at the last strategy for how to support higher readers, and that's to teach them. We need to remember that our on level and above level readers are entitled to quality tier one instruction. I think we often forget that every single student in our classroom has a legal right to be taught grade level standards. We take it for granted that these students will often complain that they already know something or have heard it before. Yet, when asked to apply that day's learning, they may not even be able to always demonstrate that they were demonstrate mastery, let alone demonstrate that they were listening to the lesson in the first place. On level and above level readers have a right to be taught the skills that are necessary to demonstrate that they have mastered that grade level standards. Don't believe the hype that just because they may test well, that they need a curriculum that is above their grade level. You as their teacher need the assurance that they have demonstrated mastery of that grade level's curriculum and standards. Let's let go of the days where we believe that these students could practically teach themselves. Maybe they could, but with you in the room, they don't have to. With you in the room, they have a guide to lead them to a more complete understanding of the standards and what is required of good readers. Let's recap. We talked about the how of supporting our on and above level readers, which was to, one, make time to meet with them, two, make sure they have the basics down, three, hold them accountable, and four, teach them. In this episode, we answered the question, how do I support my high readers? We laid the foundation for what needs to be in place for our on and above level readers to truly begin to thrive in our classrooms. Those things were, one, our high readers deserve our watchful eye and concern over their reading growth, no matter their reading level. Two, our high readers need us to remember that they are still kids and not make assumptions about their abilities. And three, our high readers need us to make time to meet with them, ensure they have the basics down, and teach them. Next steps. Choose one thing to start with this week when it comes to supporting your on and above level readers. Then tag me on Instagram at Miss Eva Mirellis to let me know how it works for you. If you or your campus is needing support in meeting the needs of all your readers through improving Tier 1 literacy instruction, book a Discover call with me to see if we are a good fit link will be in the show notes. 
Until next time. Thank you for taking a page from the Reading Teacher's Playbook. If this episode resonated with you, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple iTunes so others can find it too. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Miss Eva Mirelas on Instagram. Check the show notes for any links mentioned and hit subscribe so you don't miss a play from the Reading Teacher's Playbook. See you in the next episode.